ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. That is right. It is yet another edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is Wednesday, May May 13th. I almost skipped two days. <laughs> and the prelims of the UFC show are starting right now. So you have roughly half my attention. <laughs> I should have all of your attention. The fights do not actually start till 7. That's just the coverage just starting at 6. <laughs> I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. How are you guys doing today? So, Ryan, how'd your day go? Uh, not too bad. Long day. I think I got off a call about, oh, 15 minutes ago, so I haven't had time to do much besides work and then hop on here. Uh, well, that's unfortunate, but hey, that's how it goes on a work day, I suppose. Uh, Jay's not having a good day. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting so frustrated with this stomach thing. I was, I was so good. I've been doing so good. I don't know. All right. Let me tell you guys about it. <laughs> I uh, got up in the morning, did my workout, which uh, went pretty good. Uh, actually, we'll start on that, right? Why not, right? Well, Ryan, I did your uh, deadlift workout, and I did the best I could. In this case, there was a couple things where I didn't do for the first time. Um, I did uh, deadlifts. Uh, I didn't do box deadlifts because I really couldn't find anything to set it on. Um, and I wanted to, in, I didn't want to interrupt my workout that much by looking more and more. I should have did it beforehand. I didn't really think about it. So I did another two sets of uh, deadlifts. So you're, you had recommended three to five sets. I just, so I just did five full sets. Um, and, but that was about the only, the only thing you'd already told me that there was not really any way for me to do the, the leg press part. Uh, so I ignored that and, and I went ahead and did another, uh, three sets of stiff legged deadlifts for the hamstring, you know, uh, exercises that you recommended. So the exercises went pretty good. Uh, I was happy with it. It wiped me out. <laughs> this so, is the first day. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So with that, the fact that you can't do leg press doesn't mean that you just don't do anything. I thought we, I, I thought we talked about that and you said there wasn't really a suitable replacement without gym equipment. I might've misunderstood you. Yeah, you 100% misunderstood me. You could do things like box squats or you could do um like uh you do like barbell hip thrusts. Like there's all sorts oh, that, of things that, you, you know do. what you're right. That is and that's exactly what you told me to do is barbell hip thrusts. I apologize for I forgot about that. I will do that next time. Uh but it wasn't intentional. It wasn't me deciding I didn't want to work out anymore. Um so, but other than that, it went pretty good. It wiped me out, uh, which it's supposed to. This is the first day that where I, I really, really felt it the, after the workout. On leg day, I felt it the next day and the day after that and today. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, other than this is the first time where it was, it, it worked me over pretty good. Um, so, you know, I, I finished my workout. I took my post-workout drink um, and the day was good. Actually, I hopped in the hot tub. Um had a leftover hamburger for, for lunch, so and that was no issues. Uh, then I actually had a uh, couple peanut butter sandwiches for a snack later on because I looked it up, and peanut butter and white bread is perfectly acceptable on the IBS diet. Yeah, but it not was, acceptable on the diet I gave you. Right, right. Well, uh, the issue being that I'm running out of beef, and it's hard to get it, and uh, and the prices are growing through the roof. My wife looked up uh, today because we need to get some more meat, and uh, and they were out of stock on it, at least on Kroger online, but they wanted $10 a fucking pound for hamburger. Yeah. That's, you got to find some sort of replacement that is not 
absolute shit. Well, peanut butter is um, not horrible for you. Uh, and at this point, I, I'll be honest with you, I, you know, uh, I'm trying to conserve the beef that I have, and I'm just concerned about trying to find stuff that I can eat that isn't going to rip up my stomach. Uh, and I didn't have much else in the house. Um, and I still, like, I have one hamburger patty left. I'm saving that for, for uh, probably breakfast tomorrow. Um, and this is where we, we encountered the problem. Uh, my wife wanted Chinese food for dinner. And since I was trying to conserve beef, I was like, well, maybe there's something I can get there that won't fuck me up. So I went on the old IBS websites and started looking up Chinese food. And it turned out uh, their barbecue ribs are perfectly acceptable. That, that shouldn't be an issue at all. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's meat. So that's that's what we're looking for. So I, I had some of the uh, barbecued ribs and uh, white rice. And it fucked me up dude i'm probably at a seven or eight today not quite as bad when, when i had that as when i had that pizza but i am an unhappy camper the only thing i can think of is i do not have ibs or possibly more likely uh, that chinese restaurant prepared their ribs differently than most chinese restaurants do so that's why it gave me a problem but yeah i'm not a happy guy today <clears throat> Yeah, so we really just need to get you like actually following, you know, the diet. I am. I'm like, trying, dude. If, you, you know. if the problem is you're trying to like make other things work into it, mm -hmm. and that's not how it's done. Um, right. I, I so understand number one, that. Yes, and, and, obviously, I'm I'm getting to something. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So, so number one, yes, absolutely, get beef if you can. If you absolutely cannot get beef, look for other meat. Like, don't go to, like, fucking peanut butter sandwiches and Chinese takeout. Like, if you have to substitute, like, turkey or chicken or something, it's not as good, but at least it's still, like, real food. Um, same thing if you can find, like, bison. Obviously, that's even a little bit better than beef. Um, I don't think you really do a lot of fish, but you could do any sort of really type of fish or tuna or something. Like those are still all better options than peanut butter sandwiches in Chinese takeout. Right, right, and I, I understand that. Uh, the peanut butter sandwiches were was mostly just the fact that that's what's in the house, and I need to eat something. And it's one of the very few things that I have in the house that I can eat because I, I have food in the house, but uh, suddenly, according to this new diet, it's all shit I can't eat. Um, so, you know, uh, at, at this point, my options were go hungry or eat something like that. We're, we are working on getting the right kind of food in the house. I went to the store yesterday, I, uh, which I, my wife was not happy about. She wants to do deliveries and stuff and they didn't have shit. Like I wanted, I went there cause I wanted to get uh, some of the instant rice that came in bowls that you just throw in the microwave, uh, as opposed to the ones that, you know, uh, uh that you're supposed to do on the stovetop. Cause I figured that'd be easier and would motivate me to, you know, eat better. They didn't have shit. So I went over to the beef department. They didn't have fucking any beef i walked out of that store without buying anything i like it's, it's really frustrating um so be, in between that and the fact that i am just trying to find I'll, I'll be honest with you ryan i'm not going to follow your diet until uh 100 until uh either i can have the food in the house or they figure out what's wrong with my stomach because i just want to fucking eat something that's not going to make me hurt but that's what i'm telling you to do is the things that i'm telling you to eat are things that aren't going to fuck up your stomach right. and you You're going right. off plan is what is fucking up your stomach. Right. Right. Well, but I'm also looking at the IBS diet and trying to pick out don't stuff like at, that. Don't look at the IBS diet. Pay attention to what I put out there because it's going to all be in line with what they would say for IBS, which I don't even necessarily think you have. Right. Right. I, you know what, dude, I've never been looking forward more to having something stuck up my butt. Um, and, uh, they, confirm my uh, uh, colonostomy appointment for Monday. 
Uh, and boy, there's a whole bunch of fun stuff that goes along with that. <laughs> um, and honestly, I, I just want to get it over with. I, you know, um, I'm assuming this is probably linked to my uh, gaining weight issues in general, not just the pain part. Um, so I don't know what it is. And, you know, I, I honestly don't want to talk about it anymore. It's kind of depressing me. <laughs> Let's, uh, um, someone asked me, Colin asked me or Colin, I don't know what the difference is, uh, team evil bad guys. And someone asked me what my kidney function is. My one kidney function is just fine. Um, that's not an issue. Most of the time, it turns out you can get by with one kidney. No problem. Actually, you can get by with 40% of one kidney, uh, as long as you take care of yourself. Um, but you know, um, and for the most part, I was eating fairly healthy before this. Uh, the entire quarantine thing has fucked up my diet, and I'm sure I'm not the only one like that. Uh, my my healthy diet was not the same thing as what Ryan has put me on, uh, but it wasn't unhealthy. I don't eat junk food. I don't eat crap. I, just, I basically just, you know, um, I eat semi-healthy. I can't I can't lie to you guys and say, it, say that I eat super healthy, but I eat semi-healthy. Uh, no pop, no, no junk food, no chips, no candy bars, no, none of that. A lot of French bread pizzas? occasionally uh, I, although i went to like, and I, chef boyardee no and that that's not that's unusual i don't i don't, don't even know why that was in the house my wife must have wanted it but yeah so um yeah it, we're i'm gonna get it worked out so anyways uh yeah we have tons of topics to talk about today it should be a good show um you got anything you want to talk about before i get started no like i said i had about 15 minutes to prep so that means i didn't prep Okay, that's no problem. That's supposed to be my job, anyways. Uh, let's see. What do we want to start on? Oh, did you see one? Well, I'm gonna. I always start this off with "Did you see?" And but I assume you didn't see. Uh, one of the Kardashians TP'd the other one's house, and people are losing their mind about it. Yeah, those people just shouldn't be famous to begin with. No, so, yeah, no. There only one of them has seems to have any talent or motivation or drive to do anything but be on TV. I can't remember which one. One of them, one of them has a modeling career and like a makeup uh, makeup company or something like that, and supposed to be super rich outside of like that stupid TV show. But and speaking of stupid. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but come on, you have to know how that's going to look. We're in a quarantine where one of the biggest jokes, things about it is that people are having trouble getting toilet paper. So you really think toilet paper in your sister's house is real, uh, you know, in a public uh, forum, like, cause you're on a TV show is a good idea. I mean, that's just dumb, well, dude. And you would think if anyone like those people would understand public perception, because that's the only reason they have a dime. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. And the, you know, what's, uh, what's the rapper name uh, that's married to that chick? Is that Puff Daddy? No, what? no, that's Con no, that's Kanye. That's right. It's Kanye. Yeah. Um, so I get him confused sometimes. Why would that guy has to be crazy? Because he, he sat there and watched the crazy on TV and decided he wanted to be part of that. Not for money, because obviously that dude's got plenty of money. He decided that that was an attractive lifestyle for him. That's just nuts. No, he's legit not right in the head, too. Like, that's well documented to his mental issues. Yeah, wow. That's just crazy. Yeah, I didn't really have much to talk about that. I just wanted to point out that that's just nutty, nutty shit. Um, but uh, it is it is what it is. Oh, did you see that uh, former UFC fighter Tim Gorman was arrested with cocaine, steroids, and 121 pounds of pot? Oh, and $14,000 in cash. He was stopped after he was spotted driving on the shoulder of I-80 around 7 p.m. There is a lot to unpack with that. <laughs> Had you heard about that one? Yeah, um, he actually used to train where I did. 
Really? So, so you've met him before? He's, he's always been a little nutty. Okay. Um, his name, his name, people are asking in a chat box, uh, who his name is Tim Gorman. He was on the Rousey versus Tate season. He won his elim- elimination match to get into the house, but then got injured. So never fought in the house, but they gave him a UFC contract anyways. Uh, then he fought two times in UFC after that, but lost both times and they kicked him out. So he's not a well-known fighter, but he's officially a UFC fighter. He had fights. Um, so you, you said you did know him that he was a little bit nutty. Did you ever think you'd uh, read something like that about him? Honestly, it's not super shocking. Like he was, I, I mean, I hate to say it, he was always kind of a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like, like mm-hmm. honestly, when it comes to the UFC thing, like I don't even know how he, I think that's how he got on the show is he's a little bit of a kind of a attention whore-ish douchebag kind of guy. Um, but yeah, even regionally, like he wasn't, he wasn't a great, great fighter. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's obviously not that bright. I'm sorry. You have illegal substances in your car. It might be a good idea to follow all the laws of traffic. I am certainly not going to be driving on the shoulder of the road with fucking 121 pounds of pot. Dude, he had, he, <laughs> he had the equivalent of like an Adam weight fighter sitting next to him in pot. And he's driving on the shoulder of the road. That's just that's just fucking so fucked up, you know. And of course, they confiscated his money right off the bat, because uh, then he's never going to get that back. Obviously, uh, whenever you you have cash on you and you commit a crime, you might as well kiss that kiss that cash goodbye wherever it came from. Um, well, and it doesn't speak well to him going forward either, because anytime you're arrested with over a hundred pounds of weed and fourteen thousand dollars in cash on you, like. More than likely, losing those two things is going to get you in hot water with uh, someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah, no kidding, because it's highly unlikely he paid for all of that cash, uh, all of that pot up front. It's possible. Maybe he's got a big old pot farm at home. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. That's probably not going to work out well for him in any, any way, shape, or form. Uh, and, but you read it all the time. Um, it, you know, people committing crimes and then getting caught for stupid shit. You know, like I didn't use, he didn't use a turn signal. So I pulled him over and it turns out he had 30 pounds of meth in the car. <laughs> you know, that's just ridiculous. Um, they're bitching at me on the, uh, chat box. I do pay attention to you guys. It's, it's just kind of hard for me to talk and type at the same time. And so I try to pay attention, but you know, we do what we can. All right. So what were you saying? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, but you see that all the time. Criminals doing stupid shit to get caught. I realize that the average criminal is probably not the sharpest knife in the drawer anyways, but it's a simple rule. If you're in the act of doing something illegal, do not attract attention to yourself. Yeah, I, I decided I was going to drive you know, 40 pounds of heroin from Michigan to Florida on, on expired plates. And, he, and then they're surprised when they get pulled over. <laughs> it's well, just ridiculous. Jay- Stupid people are dumb, and yeah. criminals generally aren't the brightest. Yeah, that is no Well, the good dumb. ones, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of criminals, uh, Takashi69 tried to donate $200,000 to No Kid Goes Hungry a charity. They turned him down. Yeah, I don't get you, that. Like, I understand they, the whole thing. You don't want to be associated with an absolute piece of shit like that, but... Fuck it. Take the money and then put out a statement saying we don't condone anything about this guy's life, but we're going to keep his money. Right. Exactly. I mean, I understand where they're coming from. It's blindingly obvious that the guy was just doing that is for like for, for publicity. 
Um, I highly doubt he has a charitable bone in his body. Um, and $200,000 to him is probably not that much at this point. But like you said, uh, go ahead and give him his publicity. Uh, $200,000 will feed a lot of hungry kids. Uh, I probably, you know, $10,000 after the actual charity takes your cut, but <laughs> that's just how most charities are. And, you know, it's, it's just, you're shooting yourself in the foot, you know, to try to prove a point. Yeah. You look all virtuous and you're, you're above that kind of stuff, but uh, tell that to Timmy, he doesn't get to eat tonight. Cause you decided not to take that money. Yeah. Maybe there was something else going on there. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I, I think I've, if I'm on the board of a charity and we get that donation from him, I'm taking the money. I'm not making any statement about it. I'm just taking it and running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he can say, oh, yeah, I donated $200,000 to that charity, and they just don't say anything. <laughs> you know, people reach the charity for it to confirm it, and they just say, yeah, no comment. <laughs> yeah, all they have to do is, like, I'm sorry, but we have a policy that we do not divulge any information about any donors. There you go. Right. There you go. Exactly. And that would have been the end of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure they'll get $200,000 in donations from people that think that's awesome. So I, it'll probably work itself out in the end, I imagine. Not really, because the virtue signaling douchebags are generally pretty tight with their money. They usually <laughs> don't have much when they're sitting in their parents' basement. Right, right. And man, I am so sick of that. My, it's weird. My Facebook is filled with two entirely different type of people. Um, the most the people that I've mostly met online, who are, a lot of them are very liberal. I have a lot of friends from the Kevin Smith forum, and most of them are very liberal leaning. Uh, and I do have some real life friends that I went to school with that are very liberal leaning, but most of the friends that I grew up with and went to school with are very right wing, uh, you know, mostly cause they are rednecks that grew up you know, in a rural, rural community. It's not rural anymore, but it was back then. Um, and they fight with each other on my Facebook page occasionally, which is super uncomfortable for me. <coughs> Excuse me. For example, um, I posted about, uh, what was I posting about? Um, Damn, I can't remember what I was posting about, but I posted something on, on Facebook. Um, and uh, one a guy that I work with said, uh, you can thank the governor for that. Uh, it was something that I couldn't do or something like that, whatever. And uh, I just ignored it because I don't necessarily think it's the governor's fault for whatever that was. I'm scrolling through my Facebook as we... Uh, Oh, yeah, here it was. I, I posted that I was mildly annoyed. I talked to a doctor about my increasingly bad stomach pains. He said they were going to call me, call me up to set up a colonoscopy, but no one ever called back. Called once and left a message. Still not to hear back. So I called back again, and the office is closed. Uh, and my work friend posted, you can blame the governor, uh, which I think is kind of silly. The governor doesn't have anything to do with that. That was just poor customer service. They forgot to call me. Not a big deal. I called them the next day and set up the appointment. Um, but... Uh, my, uh, brother posted on there, uh, the, uh, oh, look, it's one of these idiots, uh, which I'm not, no, which I don't want to do. Um, oh, did I tell the story already? Yeah, you did. Oh, you're I'm going senile I as yeah, in top addition of to your uh, stomach aids. Yeah. You're, uh -oh. you're going senile. Sorry about that. And, uh, but then we were talking about the liberal thing, which I got to that. And basically that became an online fight between one half of my friends and the other half of my friends on my Facebook page. And I'm like, I don't want any of this shit, dude. Just take it to your fucking private messages or something. Hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? Hey, how's it going, guys? Not too bad. Hey, how you Sly. How's your day going, sir? Hey, 
Good. I thought, you know, I can tell you why you can't buy meat. Yeah, what's up with that? Because I know. Okay, this is what's going on. All of my people that live in your area, um, they already have a refrigerator and a stove in their house. And then everyone puts a second refrigerator and stove in their garages because of the large family gatherings. And uh, let's say somebody's making dolma today and tomorrow somebody else is making meat pies. They make enough for five families. So you have to have large capacity and then it mm. gets delivered to everybody else. Right, I see. So, so anyway, it, it's a community thing like that, right? So anyway... Uh, when this shit all started, they all went out and bought a second deep freezer, and now they're all they all went out and bought a third deep freezer. So they're filling these fucking massive deep freezers full of. They're they're buying everything up, and a lot of them own stores anyway. So <laughs> it must suck to be in your area. Oh God! I, I God. Have, yeah, I have family that are having to get things from adjacent cities and stuff because of that. Yeah, it's, it's the boaters. Yeah, and you know what? That that bums me out because my wife has been giving me crap. She wants to she wants to buy a, a deep freezer for the, in the garage, and I'm like, oh, come on, we don't eat enough meat. Da, 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 da. And goddamn, if she wasn't right, huh? <laughs> it's yeah, interesting. It's, it's, like in my area, yeah, I just got like 14 pounds of meat delivered. Man, it's it's weird. I mean, I mean, I'm glad I got Sly to back me up because it sounds so inconceivable that you can't go to the store and get fucking meat. But I mean, and, I, and I, if you do it on the right day, I, what I need to do, I guess, is get over uh, my aversion for going to the store and my wife's dislike for me to going going to the store. I just hit the store every day because they get deliveries. I just have to catch them on the right day, I guess. Yeah, yeah like they're like they're like savages. Going out <laughs> yeah. and getting all that. Yeah, there's a lot of people pissed about it, bitching about it in the community. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I drove around. To, uh, actually, I was, was going to go to my local Myers, and they had a line of people going out the store. Uh, you had to wait to get into the store to shop. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. So I turned around, and I went to a different store, a place called Hollywood Market. Uh, at local place, I think there's like half a dozen of them or something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, and they didn't have any lines to get in because they didn't have any fucking food. <laughs> and that one surprised me because it was right on the border between Auburn Hills and Pontiac. So it's not like the upscale sort of a place uh, like most of them around here, like the Myers and the Kroger's and the Whole Foods and all that good stuff. So my wife, uh, within the last couple of weeks, has had pretty good luck finding food there. Uh, but apparently people figured out that one out, too, because it's empty, too. Yeah, and if you use basmati rice, forget about that. You know, oh. my uncle Hekmed's got twenty of those fuckers, twenty huge ones piled up at his house. Mm. You know, they're they're not going to run out of dolma. <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, we'll 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 get past this. It's this is all temporary. Um, it, we do not have a shortage of food we have a breakage of the supply chain and a breakage of the production chain because of the people missing work the food is still there um now we keep this up for too much long it might not be but i i'm firmly convinced that six months from now all this will be a bad memory we just it's just something that we as a, a nation just have to get through i guess i don't know if i can't get my beef shit's gonna hit the fan <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine an enraged Ryan rushing through the supermarket, kicking over uh, fucking you know boxes and and shit, just throwing stuff around because he's pissed off because he needs a steak. 
Yeah, surprisingly, like, so, like, the Whole Foods here has never been out of anything this entire mm. time, so. And that's one of the places fine. That, that's one of the places that I assume would be uh, uh, out less often than average, just because they're more expensive than the average place. Uh, so that is one thing I noticed when I went into that Hollywood market. Anything that was instant or easy to make was fucking gone. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there was a little bit, like, there's some of the staples there. Like, there's bags of beans and things like that. But if it was something that you could throw in the microwave to make easy, it wasn't there. Which says a lot about the entire uh, country's eating habits, I guess. Yeah, here it's, it's almost the exact exact opposite. So, like, if you were to say on a normal day before all this shit happened... If you were to go through like the parking lots of like different grocery stores here, like Whole Foods is always going to be the busiest. So it's not mm. like you're thinking like I think just this town is mainly like upper middle class and then there's me bringing down property values. Um <laughs> right. But no, and- like basically everybody goes to Whole Foods. You go to the other places like if they're out of something. Right, and that's how it is here. I, I, me being the cheap ass that I am, I, I don't go to Whole Foods, and that that's how I think of it. But I, I always forget that I live in an affluent uh, area, uh, which is why which is why the Hollywood Market actually had a better selection because <laughs> everyone goes to the Whole Foods. Whole, I think it goes Whole Foods. Uh, there, I think there's a, a chain called Nina Salvaggio's or something like that. I can't pronounce it. Uh, then like then there's the Myers and the Krogers. Then a step below that's the Walmarts, and then like the step below that is like the Hollywood markets and the, like the little regional chains. Um, but regardless, it's gonna—I uh, think it's probably gonna get worse before it gets better. If if Kroger's, which is a national chain, is charging ten dollars a pound for hamburger, that's not a good sign. I, I something I th- seems off there because I'm still paying roughly the same price as I've always paid. Yeah, well, I guess it's a supply and demand thing. Uh, it sounds like you guys' supply chains have held up better over in your area than here in Michigan. Yeah, it must be something. So I haven't noticed anything really out of whack. I mean, maybe dairy's off, but I don't really buy any dairy, so I, I wouldn't even know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. So here's a completely different topic. Uh, a woman illegally entered Yellowstone because uh, it's a close. You're not supposed to be in there at all. And then fell into the hot springs while uh, taking pictures. I guess she was backing away to try to get a, be- a better picture of whatever she was taking a picture of. Uh, and she wasn't on the boardwalks, uh, which was dumb in the first place, and fell into a hot spring. Um, here's where it gets crazy. Despite the fact that uh, she apparently had significant burns on her bodies, she drove uh, 50 miles to a hospital before getting pulled over. Um, she got pulled over like uh, by park rangers or something. I, I guess Yellowstone's big enough that she was still in the park or something like that, even though she'd driven 50 miles. Um, that is so nutty, dude, on so many different levels. First off, how stupid do you got to be to go off of the boardwalks in Yellowstone? I mean, I'm assuming you've read the many, many, many articles about people getting fucked up when they do that, right? Well, people are stupid. I mean, there was a guy that, you know, crawled out into an unused fucking island in Disney World. <laughs> that's kind of cool dude uh but yeah i did a little research on it and it, it happens on a fairly regular basis uh some guy fell into uh uh went off the boardwalk and fell into uh, like one of the hot springs and burned himself really bad a couple years ago uh, back in 2016 one guy went off the boardwalk and fell into what they called an acidic mud pit um, and died and they never recovered his body it's still there so i guess if you <laughs> I mean, God, that's got to be a really bad way to go if you think about it. Acidic hot mud killed you. 
that's way worse than falling asleep than dying in your sleep, I would think. Well, this is a problem when you got a bunch of people that have really never been outdoors in their life and have no real respect for like the actual world. So you get people walking through fucking national parks not thinking anything is dangerous and this is what happens. Right, right. I mean, I can understand some things like uh uh people that are hiking and lose you know, and don't respect the environment enough and you know get lost and get killed. Uh, that's dumb, but that's a different level of dumb than going off the boardwalks in the Yellowstone. Hey, Uncle Canada, how you doing, boss? Hey, what's up, boys? How you guys doing? I'm doing excellent. How, how you been, boss? Good, good. How you doing, Ryan? Doing good. Just shooting the shit with the boys. Yeah, shooting <laughs> the shit. Yeah. Hey, no, yeah. the thing is, about, about the subject, you know, like you, like you said, Ryan, people doing stupid shit. I've always wondered, how do you fucking exploit, or not exploit, but make money off of stupidity, right? No, I, I never frown upon anybody's fucking demise, but like some people are just morons, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing more and more society, like a significant minority, just doing stupid shit on a daily basis. So, oh man, money off these morons. Dude, well, that's called advertising. <laughs> you know, the, that's that's the entire basis of uh, of the uh, advertising world. I would assume, uh, using your advertising to get less than intelligent people to buy stuff that they probably shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, I think you uh, mean more get, specific. <laughs> no, no, no uh, whatever. Um, so, have you guys watched Ozark yet? Or I've no, seen I have the not. first two seasons. I watched like the first episode of the third season and just didn't didn't go back to it yet. Maybe one of these days. Yeah, I just started watching it actually, I think, what, two two or three days ago, right? And actually, so Jason Bateman, I've always enjoyed him as an actor, and uh, the first season went really well. And then, fuck, I started watching episode three, and I had that B.I. guy, and for some reason they had to throw in that he's gay or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? Can't they just, the storyline went well, right? And to me, I don't care either way, but, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where even these days, I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. I'm still going to watch it, but what are your thoughts on that? Just, uh, well, I mean, if nothing uh, else, at least in that one, they used it as a plot device. Um, I, I guess, but... I mean, it was at least used... Like The thing is, like, I don't get really up in arms over them throwing stuff like that in there. Like, Really, in day-to-day lives, like we all know gay people. Yes, yeah, of course. generally not weird fucking stories like that. But I just, I let it roll off. It is what it is. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's a, in the appropriate circumstances, they should be in there. Now, a certain percentage of our population is gay. Uh, if you're trying to make a realistic show, there, you occasionally will have a gay person in there. I don't like it when it's obviously shoved in there just for, to, for social signaling. And you can tell when it's a, that's the case. Uh, but from what it sounds like, and, oh, go ahead, Grant. No, I was going to say, but I, no, I do agree with you, right? But at the same time, it kind of, I don't know, I just, it, it seemed like it was slightly shoved in because you never suspected this guy. And I, again, I don't give two flying fucks. But again, just for some I throw that in the storyline. And I know what you're saying, Ryan, later on, it does play somewhat of a fact as the story proceeds. But yeah, I just thought it was, the show is still good, right? But I don't know. Yeah, no, well, I, I mean, understand. If they're going to they're gonna put in some gays, of course they're just going to shove it right in. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, like team evil bad guys saying they gate up ducktails. I, I haven't heard much about that, but that would seem silly just because that's, I don't know. I got two thoughts about it. On one hand, back when ducktails came out, they couldn't put anything like that in it really. Uh, but on the other hand, why would they bother at this point? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, you don't know any, any gay ducks? No, oh, no. Jay. Dude, all the ducks I knew were players. They were getting all the female ducks. So, for example, like one of the classic movies, what I find that was really well done, um, No Country for Old Men, right? I think it's it's still an amazing movie to, the, to this day, but again, if they threw something like that in there, would that change your perception, I guess? or To me, it wouldn't matter. I'm just saying that, you know, some storylines, it just seems like they have yeah, or not. Maybe a Hollywood's got to throw that in for some reason. I don't know. And, no, and I, it was odd, more odd than anything, right? So, no, I definitely agree that Hollywood has swung in the other direction to comp- overcompensate for it. It definitely needed to be done. I think everybody should be equally represented in Hollywood. Uh, you know, black people, Asian people, gay people, even transgender people. If there's if there's people out there that are like that, they should be represented. That's only fair. You know, um, everyone needs their heroes. But it also shouldn't be disproportionate. Like if you see a show with that is like uh, eight or nine gay people out of fourteen, well, on average, that's not right. That's not you know, uh, gay people. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's not like eighty or ninety percent. And I re- and I realize gay people tend to hang out with other gay people, and that's what those shows are and such. But I do think that it should be equal, not one side, not the other side. Well, goddamn it, where in the hell is the fucking midget population then? Yeah. I want to see some goddamn midgets on TV so Tenor can get his rocks off. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what? Uh, having said that, I think people be should be equally represented. Uh, one of my favorite ideas I've ever had in my life. Um, do you remember way back in the day there was a show called The Tick? Uh, not the one that was on Amazon a little while ago, but way back in like the 90s, Patrick Warburton played the tick. It was about a uh, this big seven-foot dude uh, that was that was weird, uh, weird guy and he was a superhero um and and they did an okay job on it but what i thought they should have done because but patrick warburton's only like maybe six foot six two big guy but not like the tick big what i thought they should have done was hired him built sets that were like a foot shorter than they should have been and just hire a bunch of midgets to be the rest of the cast then everything would look right <laughs> you know uh, but i don't know how that go over in hollywood today Please don't tell me the tick was an actual tick. Like, was that what it was? This guy? No, no, no. It was a big. It was a. It was a guy in a. I never blue heard suit. of it. That's why. Oh, it, yeah. it, it. It was. It started off as a cartoon in the early '90s called The Tick. It was about this weird guy that was indestructible, wore a big blue tick suit. It was just a big blue suit with a couple antenna on the top of it, and it would jump around. His catchphrase was spoon. Uh, which which he would shout whenever he leapt in the battle. Uh, he was just a, like a really b- a dumb as a box of rocks uh, superhero type of guy. It, it was a humorous show. It wasn't meant to be like superhero-y. Um, and it would be awesome to to uh, oh, do Spoon again. Spoon! Oh, shit. I just blew out my <laughs> my, my individual uh, speaker. Whoops. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, and it was a good show, but and they actually did a version of it on Amazon that was pretty good. If you guys have Amazon Prime, uh, go look up the Tick. It's it's a pretty funny show. So two things to avoid: ICP check, the Tick check. 
<laughs> Uncle Canada is just living his life doing the opposite of what I tell him to do. <laughs> not, not a bad idea. Honest, I'm, I'm probably going to miss the tick on Amazon Prime. Well, I know you didn't go look up uh, the Harley Quinn uh, show I told you about because you haven't come back telling me how awesome it was yet. Well, it's because you didn't watch The Shield, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, I was supposed to watch The Shield? That was oh, the entire I, thing. Oh, That was actually, how you tried to talk me into watching some animated bullshit. I guess we both lied to each other. I'll be honest with you. There is one show that I want to watch that I haven't watched that's really widely, widely known. Uh, I kind of want to watch The Wire. I don't know what it's about at all. Uh, I've never seen a single episode of it, but apparently there's a character called Omar on there that's a fucking badass, and I think I need to see it. And you two see, ever seen that? that? Now that is having a gay character that works. Oh, he was gay too? It was even better. <laughs> Omar's a motherfucker. Even, even better. What are you trying to say, PJ? <laughs> have you, a, uh, a grad, have you ever seen, you ever seen The Wire? No, I haven't. No, no. I no. think is I don't watch too many uh, shows in general. Yeah. I'm that, but thing is, uh, so I'm obviously a diehard breaking uh, bad fan as well as Better Call Saul. I love Vince Gilligan. I think the way he writes and produces just amazing. One of the best out there. Uh, oh, I, I've heard obviously great reviews uh, in regards to The Wire. I haven't watched that yet. Um, I, actually, uh, my girlfriend was mentioning. There is one show out there I haven't seen yet. The guy from The Office, um, he does, I guess it's an, it's an Amazon movie or whatever. Um, what the fuck is the name? Um, it's based oh, I know on what you're a, talking uh, about, and I can't think of the yeah. fucking name. Uh, Jack Ryan? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, it, is it worth watching? or? I've never seen it. I've heard good things. Okay. Never seen it. Hmm. Yeah, she recommended that as well as... There's another one as well. I forget the name right now, but yeah. So I don't watch too much, but uh, yeah, I get okay, it. Well, well, here's a here, new series. New series. Well, here's a topic. What have you guys seen that the vast majority of people liked that you just didn't like at all? You ever guys ever see, you ever have been in that situation where someone recommends something to you? Everyone recommends something to you. Says it's the best show ever. You watch it and you're like, I I'm not feeling it. I don't know. I was initially like that with Game of Thrones. Like where it took me, like I tried to get in Game Game of Thrones like four or five times. And then I finally did. Like I kept watching the first fucking episode and I just couldn't get by it because it was fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. The the last five minutes of of that episode is exciting. The rest of it's pretty slow lead up. So it took until I actually sat down and forced myself to go about three episodes deep. I was like, "Oh, this is a good show." Yeah. How about you? I have Brad? never watched. Yeah, I have never watched one episode. I don't know why. I just never got around to it. But I know David Fu. I think it was David Fu that recommended. I was kind of into. Like I saw the commercials during the years about those skeleton guys or whatever the fuck they are. Oh yeah. Are oh, you mean for Game yeah. of Thrones? Yeah. The White Walkers or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. The White Walkers. Yeah, that seemed like a pretty cool concept. The thing is, I've never, ever got around to watch even one episode. Am I missing out on something, or is it just, uh, is it a must-watch, or? I would say so. I mean, it is a a slow start for most people. It wasn't for me, because I I like uh, the fantasy, mythological history aspect of it. Um, 
if nothing else, their fucking sets and their costumes were fucking on point. Uh, but it does take a couple episodes for it to really get going. And uh, you give it the first season. If you don't like the first season, you're not going to like the other, uh, the other seven, obviously. Uh, but there are some moments in that show that stuck with you. Uh, like uh, season three, episode nine. I'm not going to go into any more details since you haven't watched it. But that fucked up a lot of people. Game of Thrones broke a lot of rules uh, for TV shows. Uh, main oh, character- the Red Wedding? Is it the Red Wedding or whatever? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. I heard. I never watched. I heard about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they okay. broke a lot of rules. Um, you know, people that you thought were main characters were not safe. Anybody could die in that show at any time. Uh, bad things happened to the good guys. Uh, the bad guys won mostly. Uh, it, so, so basically, it was kind of a realistic show. Uh are there any uh, gay midgets to that show or just just regular there is a midget? midget. <laughs> yeah, I know. If it's not <laughs> no. a gay midget, I am not going to get into it. <laughs> I'm going to turn around to what we talked about a few minutes back. And it's I'm funny. Around. That show <clears throat> that show was around long enough uh that people grew up on that show. Like one of the one of the uh characters was like 11 or 12 when she started that show and 21 when she finished it cuz you know cuz they it took them a couple of years to do a couple of the seasons. And you watch uh like the uh, the midget guy. Oh fuck, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um Peter Dinklage, he completely he completely changed the accent that he used in that show from the beginning of the show to the end of it. Like if you watch episode one and then go back to season eight and watch an episode, he sounds like a completely different person. I, I do the same when I go out when I was younger. Yeah. Before a few beers and after a few beers, I'd have two different accents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple other characters did that. Uh, the guy that played a little little finger, uh, he used a different accent at the start of the show than than the one he had at the end of the show. And that one was pretty jarring because I don't remember what season it was, but he changed it from one season to the next. And so he came back and now all of a sudden he's talking throaty. I'm like, holy shit, dude, what happened to him? I, I, for a minute there, I thought he'd actually had throat damage or some shit like that. All right. So Jay, I think I, you're the just, only one that notices these things. Possibly. You didn't know, you didn't notice that the uh, little finger and uh, uh, Tyrion sounded completely differently in later seasons. I, I no, bet you if you no fucking clue. I bet you have you well, have you ever rewatched the, the show more than once? No, I watched it once through, but the first time through, like it, like I said, I was like uh, how many seasons total? I think it was eight. Seven or eight. I so, think it was eight. So yeah, I waited until after the seventh season season before I forced myself through it. So I watched seven seasons over the course of like a couple months. Right, right. So you'd think I would have caught that, but no, I don't remember any of this shit. Well, I, I, you know, I bet you now if you if you rewatched a couple of the early seasons, you would notice it because it, for for the most part, it was a progression, especially for uh, Peter Dinklage. Uh, I noticed a big one for like for that one. I didn't know, really notice until I went back and watched earlier seasons for Littlefinger. On the other hand, I really did notice from one season to the next a big change. But apparently I pay attention to this sort of shit. <laughs> no, because no, you smoke pot and you pay attention to fucking insignificant shit that stays in your fucking head. That's probably it. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. So, okay. So I guess, can we talk about, okay. So let's say top two, top three shows out there on Amazon. What would you guys recommend? Even the guys uh, on the chat box. Because I think Stray mentioned uh, Bosch. Is that, is that a show as well? or? Yeah. Bosch is on Amazon. That's a fucking good show. Mm-hmm. Is it really I haven't okay? really watched a lot. I haven't watched a lot of stuff on Amazon. I think really the only series I've watched on Amazon is Bosch. Um, what's the I, premise, Ryan? Like, what's the premise? What's it based on? Uh, 
Yeah, so he's a detective out in LA. Like he's generally following like one case per season. But it's a damn good show. Anybody that's watched it'll basically say like it's it's a solid watch. I haven't watched the latest season, but up to whatever season they're on, it's all been good. I'll check it out. They're saying the boys. Is that any good? You guys watch that too or no? Yes, that's one of the ones I've seen that one. Uh I've one of the ones I recommended to Ryan. Uh that's I'm not sure if that'd be your thing, Grad. Do you like superhero stuff? Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I could put up with it, yeah. Okay, you might like it then. Uh, the boys, the premise of it is superheroes are real and most of them are assholes. It's a pretty realistic view of what would be like if there was really superheroes uh, in this world. Uh, most of them have corporate sponsors. Uh, <laughs> they're protected legally by different things. And most of them are assholes that do pretty much whatever they want. And the boys is about a group of people that get sick of that shit and decide that they're going to uh, fucking bring their own brand of justice to these superheroes. And it's very realistic. It can be very gory in parts because they don't, they do, it's R rated and they do not pull any punches. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's, it's a good show. All right. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. 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 And they're coming out with a second season uh, fairly soon, I think, within the next couple months. So that's a good thing. Are um, there any transgender dogs that uh, keep them? chair in, in in the boys or is no it... no i'm afraid not it, it's oh, okay. all pretty it's all pretty hetero there there might be a there might be a gay character but not that i can recall um <laughs> but there, there is all, all kinds of stuff in there that uh it's a it's a good show i think you'll enjoy it uh but for myself uh for a recommendation let me think here for a second I, I don't watch a lot of tv shows i can say my wife is currently watching something called the last kingdom that i think i could get into um I was, yeah, I want, I wandered into it where she was watching it today. I'm like, Oh, what's this about? And she said, it's quite a bit like game of Thrones or Vikings or one of those types of shows, uh, which generally is interesting. Uh, Vikings is another good show that was on the history channel. I, I, I lost interest in it after the first three or four seasons, but the first three or four seasons were very good. I call it uh, game of Thrones with Vikings and not quite as much blood. Cause it was uh, history channel. Uh, you ever seen that one, Ryan? I did. I bailed after the main dude died. I don't oh, know what the, season that was. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think I bailed just before that. Uh, uh, I bailed after the uh, uh, season where they actually attacked Paris. Uh, I started watching a couple episodes after that, and like they had advanced it forward a whole bunch of years, and his sons were a lot older, and I kind of lost interest at that point. I think really what the problem that I end up having, and I don't know if you guys have this, like. I almost find it difficult watching shows that are actually still on TV. Like they're harder for me to like keep my attention. So with Vikings, obviously I was watching it and I, I didn't get started on that one until a couple seasons in, but then trying to follow it like week to week during seasons. Like I just can't fucking do that shit anymore. Oh yeah. Like, give me the, give me the full run of an entire show. Drop fucking six seasons at once from start to finish. And the show's fucking done and I'm good. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. I often tell people that I won't even watch a show until it at least has two or three seasons under its belt, if nothing else, in case it gets canceled. You know, there's nothing worse than watching like uh, a, a full season of something that you really enjoyed and it doesn't get renewed. Uh, and I'm with you. I, I definitely want to watch one and then another one and another one. The worst thing that ever happened to me in that regard was when I caught up on Game of Thrones. Uh, I caught up with it when it was... I started watching it when they were halfway through season four, I want to say. So I caught up with it just as season four ended and waiting for season five and then waiting for season six and waiting for seven. And then each week waiting for your episode. That was sucked. I want it all at once. 
Yeah, somebody needs to fucking do that. They just need to just hunker down, put out fucking like six seasons of a show, start to finish, premiere to fucking see to serious finale, <laughs> just well, drop it all at once. Well, they can't do that because it's too much of a risk. Obviously, you know uh, they are doing they are doing the entire seasons uh, and then releasing them all at once. Uh, they did that with that new show um, from the creators of Rick and Morty. One of them, uh, that show called uh, Solar Opposites. Um, I, I haven't watched it yet. My wife watched a couple episodes. She said it wasn't as good as Rick and Morty. So I'm, I'm not too interested. But they released the entire season all at once. But obviously, they can't make eight seasons of it and spend all that money on it and release it and then find out people don't like it. And they just wasted seven seasons worth of money. Well, then make sure it's a good fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that would be probably not feasible. <laughs> Homelander, fuck you and limited series. I want a full goddamn series. I want five seasons minimum of a minimum of 10 episodes per season, hour long, all dropped at once. <laughs> uh, fuck uh, them. On the chat box, on the chat box, Archie Rival mentioned the Umbrella Academy, which is over on Netflix. That was also a good one. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not because it's it's kind of set up weird, but it ended up being a really good show, and I really hope they come up with a second season. Uh, the premise for that one is... Um, I'm going to get some of the details wrong since it was uh, a while ago. Like a whole bunch of uh, women got pregnant at the same time without ever getting uh, uh, sexed up and all had birth and all gave birth. Like I want to say like eight hours later or some crazy shit like that um, to all, all these babies. And this rich guy went around and adopted as many of the babies as he could. He ended up with like seven of them and they all developed superpowers and he ended up like raising them as superheroes uh, like in something called the umbrella academy and the show starts year after this guy has died and these people have been like been apart for years and years and years because their superhero team broke up when they were teenagers and uh, the show starts with them all coming back together for this dude's funeral and it goes from there and it's actually a pretty good show uh, with some interesting concepts i wouldn't call the special effects amazing uh because they are you know all it's not like a big budget show like some of them are, but it's well worth your watch if you like that sort of thing. So literally the only things you watch are fucking cartoons and superhero shows. For the most part. Yeah. Accurate? 90% accurate. Those are the only things that interest me. Uh, I don't watch much of anything anymore, but I like, uh, as we've, we've talked about before, I like uh, reality based reality shows, stuff like Ink Masters, Pawn Shops, stuff. It's not reality, but it's, it's more. No, that's what I mean. I like reality shows, but I like those type of reality shows. Uh, stuff like uh, uh, Forge and Fire, that's a good one. Um, the Ink Masters, that's a good one. That, that sort of thing. Um, where, if you where guys is... want to check out a pretty cool reality sorry, sorry for cutting off, PJ. A okay, pretty fine. cool reality show, uh, it's ongoing for the last 10, 15 years. Is, uh, it's, I think it's called Border Security. Huh. I it's kind of cool. I think it's, it's, I think it's on the... Uh, geographic chain national geographic chain so what it does is shows like what custom agents have to what they see on a daily basis so initially they started with american canadian border now people try to smuggle in drugs animals foreign foods this and that and then they, it, it, it became so like uh somewhat popular cultish wise like, a lot of people started watching it. it was kind of off the off the map off the radar they started doing um uh, i think it was Get the name of it. I think it's called border security or something to that extent. They started doing it in South America, right? Oh my. Or so it's kind of cool watching these border guards, what border security guards, what they go through, immigration officers and that. 
So it's, it, I guess it's one of these uh, reality shows, but yeah, I, hmm. I'm sure it's on National Geographic, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure whether or not you can watch it like through Amazon or Netflix and that, but. Hmm. I believe I've actually seen that show before. Hey, Homelander, how are you doing, boss? Homie. Hey, can you hear me? Maybe. Yes, yep. we can. Okay, I had it muted. Uh, another good show that you'll never hear about. I don't know if there's a thread on the OG. Is uh, it's Mister In Between on Hulu? It's out of FX Australia. Some dude made a show in like 2005. It didn't get picked up, so he went back to whatever his regular life was. Um, and then he got discovered a few years ago. There have been three seasons, I think, and it's pretty dark. He's a uh, <coughs> Uh, for his cover, he's uh, like a bouncer at a strip club, but he's actually a hitman. Sounds strange, but I'd recommend watching it. Oh, interesting. Hulu. Yeah, no, no. I have Hulu, of course. Uh, uh, my wife it's only demands five ninety nine a month now. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so again, so home. So really, sum it up. Uh, sorry, what's the premise again? Uh, this guy lives a seemingly normal life. He's divorced, uh, of course. And he's got a daughter that he has shared custody of. And he works at the strip club for a guy and he spends his evenings there, you know, working security or the doorman, whatever, bouncer. But this guy, uh, you know, is connected to the criminal underbelly and he gets contract hits, collections, jobs like that. So it's one of those shows where, you know, it's a guy trying to be decent and live a normal life. But at the same time, he's a sociopath and a cold blooded killer. But it's entertaining. Actually, that sounds pretty oh, good. Yeah, it's also on Hulu. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but back, a but, lot of the stuff that comes out of a lot of the stuff that comes out of Australia is pretty entertaining. They just they usually do six episode runs for a season. That's what sucks. Mm-hmm. Now, lazy um, fucks. You see. <laughs> now back on well, what Grad was talking about. Stuff's the same way. But, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. Um, but with what Grad was talking about, I've seen that show before, but the only or a similar show to it, the one I saw mostly focused on the uh, California Mexico border. Um, and it was interesting to see like all the technology they have to check the vehicles when they're coming through, and they constantly were busting people with uh, bringing drugs through. Um, and they use like x rays and mirrors, and people are pretty inventive about how they managed to try to hide their drugs in their cars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. you mean they're not all like Tim Gorman just having a hundred pounds of weed sitting next to him? <laughs> no, no. Or like, apparently or like, not. Or remember, or you guys remember Probert? Uh, when did he get busted in the eighties? He was crossing the uh, American Canadian Ambassador Bridge, and I guess he had a fucking a couple pounds of fucking coke when he was still alive and that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, no, I have. I should know about that because that's Detroit stuff, but no, I I hadn't heard about that. Holy shit. He, he had a lot of it, did he? Oh, hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? Hey, how's it going? Sly. What's up, Grad? Brother. Grad. What's up, brother? You feeling better, man, or what? Oh, yeah. Yep. Good, good. Good. All right, you guys, want, you guys want me to throw a topic at you, or you, you have something you already want to talk about? Were you going to say something about the San Ysidro border? Oh, just curious. No, no, I was just speaking on how I'd seen the show that Grad was talking about or a similar one, but the episodes that I'd seen were basically on the California-Mexico border, border where they were uh, doing mostly uh, car stops to uh, find drugs. 
um, that was almost the entire show. Although they did, did occasionally, I think, go over to Texas and show the uh, border patrol trying to catch people as they were going over there as well. Was it Texas? Where some it was very deserty, and you know, and they were like, and there wasn't any actual fence there. I don't think. But it was an interesting show. Uh, for the most part, I just feel bad for those. Uh, now, the drug dealers, I don't give a shit about them. But the illegals going over the border, man, that's got to be, you know how, how shitty your life has got to be to have that seem like a good option? They're doing something illegal. No, they shouldn't be in here like that. But it doesn't mean I can't feel sorry for them. Well, yeah, like okay, the rest so- of us feel for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so, PJ, I'm a Canadian, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I stay at your place? I want to become an American. Is that okay? Or sure, sure. We'll, we'll, maybe, sure. we'll look at. Oh yeah, we'll look into seeing. Uh, Chef, getting your... I, I, unlimited Chef Boyardee macaroni and cheese, Orion's workouts. Yeah, as long as you don't beat me to death with an iron rod, which apparently, no. ha- which apparently happened to some dude in France. Uh, this guy I was reading this article today. Um, he's like sixty-three year old. Yeah, yeah, sixty-three year old. He's like a retired professor or something. He's the head of this organization for migrant rights in France. Um, I don't know what that means. I'm hoping. I'm assuming that's legal migrants, but I don't know. Uh, apparently, he was having people migrants stay in his house to try to help them out. And one night, uh, this twenty-five year old dude, I don't even know what country he was from. I, I might not have said, snuck up to his bedroom and beat him to death uh, with an iron rod while he was sleeping. Um, so. Apparently, the saying "no good deed goes unpunished" is pretty true. So please don't kill me if I have you over. Probably from Finland, dirty Finns. Those dirty Finns. Once again, that's one of those things where, man, the guy was trying to do something nice, but geez, having people in your house that you don't know is probably a poor idea. I'm not. I'm not even saying migrants; just ra- random people in general. You, uh, I'm not going to have some stranger sleep at my house. That's just nutty. I'd have Uncle Canada sleep there because I know the dude. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's I all I got. Whole, yeah, the whole southern border. Obviously, it's a touchy subject, right? Depends on what side. Right. Right. You right. lean this and that, but again, you know, what? there's a reason why. Countries have laws, and uh, they have to enforce laws, right? Oh so, no, I one hundred percent. the problem is that. we don't really enforce the laws that cause a ton of illegal immigration. Like we don't touch the fucking companies that hire these people, which gives them the incentive to come here. Yeah, there's also the portion that just come here regardless. That number would be a lot smaller if they weren't fucking filling up the meat packing plants and the farms all the other shit jobs that Americans aren't going to take at the prices that they're at. Mm-hmm. Right. And but at the same time though, Ryan, if you, if you think about it though, right. If for example, to entice Americans or even let's say Canadians on the Canadian side to do those type of jobs, what goes up the price of the goods that you're buying. Right. And nobody wants to fucking buy high price goods. They want to buy lower price goods. That's why we fucking buy bullshit. Bullshit me from China at Walmarts and the, Ramas and dollar stores in the world, right? So again, it comes well, then, down to economics. Well, but then it goes the entire hypocrisy of fucking people screaming, build a wall and fuck illegal immigrants. And then they go shop at Walmart. Like, right no, now. Yeah, no, you're, you're well, right. Yeah. Dalton's got we? a point, but the, the one other thing, like my mother's family, they came here in the early 1960s. At the time, I think there were six kids my grandpa and my grandma and they were coming from Ontario to Illinois, just outside of Chicago. 
and that was in 1962. My mother had me and my sisters, and by the time I was four in 1984, uh, that was when she finally got her citizenship. There wasn't a baby anchor back then. <coughs> and just being married, I don't know all this, uh, this. She's dead now, so I don't know the <coughs> all the specifics, but it was much more difficult to become a citizen even 30 yeah, years was. ago in this country. And, I, and, I, and, and, and people, people think that it well. wasn't like, oh, yeah, you just got you just showed up and you got married to somebody. Bullshit. It didn't work for a whole group of people. I know that I happen to be related to by blood. So I think and they're usually the ones that have the harshest stance on it because of the shit they had to do. And then mm-hmm. they see people just coming in illegally. It drives them fucking nuts. And the test that they actually had to take. I mean, it, those tests back then anyway, they, it stressed those people out. You know, their, their joke was they knew American history better than 99.99% of Americans that you'd run into on the street. The oh, yeah, I'd probably fail knowledgeable. it. No, and that's entirely I'd true. Probably, I'd, I'd probably almost fail it if I took it right now, I imagine. No, and, and that's entirely true. And that's what bothers me the most about illegal immigrants. I know a whole bunch because of the area that I live in. I know a ton of people that came here from other countries, got their U.S. citizenship and love living here. And it was hard for them. They had to put effort into it. It took years. You know, it wasn't, it just wasn't handed to them. And for, and so every illegal immigrant that comes here without putting that effort in is basically a personal insult to them. And I totally understand it. You know, I wouldn't want to have someone have something for nothing that I had to work hard for. It's not fair. Yeah. No, I'm they, most of those people, they try not to be selfish about it, you know, in that way. Like if it's easier for generations ahead of them, then so be it. It's just more of the, everybody's attitude towards it. And the, the, Lack of knowledge and misunderstanding so many people have. Uh, on the flip side of that, I know a guy that married a woman from Korea. He was in the Korean War, came back. And back then, I don't know when it changed. I think it was in the 70s. If you wanted to become a United States citizen, my mom couldn't remember if she had to or not. Uh, by the time she died, she couldn't remember what the process was. But anyway, it used to be you had to renounce your previous citizenship. So if you were coming here from you know, the UK in the 1960s anywhere from Canada, like when my grandfather got here, he had to renounce his Canadian citizenship. Now, if he ever wanted to go back to Canada, from what I've been told, uh, the Canadian government won't pin you down or, you know, hold you to the fact that you renounced it to the United States government. But at one point in time, you couldn't be a dual citizen in our country. Obviously, that changed a long time ago. And this old dude that I knew that we were getting in an argument with one time out in the workshop was trying to tell me that I, I was, there's no way I could be a dual citizen because it's not legal. Well, it is legal. And that was, I think, in like 09. So then we laughed because like uh, the president has a dual citizenship. Of course, <laughs> you know where that goes. I, I don't get into politics with the OG because most of them are retarded. Right, right. So. <laughs> yeah, you hear about that all the time. I, do, I, wasn't, I wasn't even aware that it, you didn't used to be able to do that. Tons of people have dual citizenship now. It's the thing yeah, to be. Well, you got to think back to the 50s and the uh, McCarthy era when everybody mm. was a commie if they didn't, you know, toe the line on everyone else's belief system. God, that was a and shameful part of our think- history. It's pretty bad. Yeah, Roy Cohn. I'm not, I, I don't have much of an opinion either way on that, at least at this right. point. Right. Yeah. In life, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. So, 
that's where the immigration thing still touches a nerve for people that are actually informed or had life experience to make them that way. I'm not right, saying that right. means Joe Bob in <laughs> Alabama, who's never even met a Mexican other than when he goes to this meat processing plant <laughs> to do maintenance or whatever, that right, he's got a right, right to complain about it. But right. Anyway. But, right. Yeah, and I think the other thing that we probably should be complaining about, and some people do, some people don't, it's just the mass amount of people that we bring in legally to undercut our own fucking jobs. Like I know yeah. at least in a lot of like the IT fields, right? Like if you post a job for like an entry level developer, like the amount that you end up giving people for salaries, like anybody in the U S like any citizen here, will fucking laugh you out of the door for that shit money. So then they end up just importing somebody from fucking India who do, who will do it happily. Right, right, and, and think is, you know, yeah. so, so so you know what uh, Trump did with that, right? So okay, so uh, I think the green card for H one H one B visas, right? That's basically your ticket to get a green card. So how it works? The American government issues, I think, eighty five thousand a year. So how it works is out of the eighty five thousand, sixty five thousand go to people that have some type of skill skill set or. Uh, or they finished their master's degree in the American University. Um, so what happened? I'm sorry. It was twenty thousand people that went. Uh, twenty thousand of these H-1Bs went to certain segment of people, regardless of their uh, uh, education level. And the sixty-five thousand went to um, based on their education, their expertise, this and that. And I think Trump reversed it where it was more advantageous where you needed something like the people with the highest education level got considered first versus the others right and i think what trump is trying to do as well which is kind of helping the it i'm an engineer myself right which is helping the it engineering community is uh, he's making it a lot harder to have these h1bs issued right because uh, you're right there's a lot of people from india from asia that will undercut an american or canadian for you guys, obviously, the American regards to salary levels, right? So, I think he's he's, he's kind of approaching that in a right way to obviously entice uh, American companies to hire IT grads, engineering grads that obviously are Americans. So, I don't know. Hmm. See, I, I, I tell I, you from experience, like that's not happening, at least not yet. Right. It's like See, we're going through it right now. We can't fucking hire anyone in the U.S. right now. So like it always goes to like we have openings out there for fucking months at a goddamn time. And then when we absolutely need to get people in before we fucking miss a date, it's oh, okay, we're either gonna spin up a bunch of offshore resources or fly someone in from India. Hmm. It's oh, interesting. India or China, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, it's interesting. I uh I uh I'm not really familiar with all that. We have a, a situation kinda like that at my work, but it's not really a case um, like we, we have a lot of Mexican people working in our groundskeeping crew. Um, most of them actually stay, um, and this is going to sound weird. We have uh, a group of them that stay at the country club. There's apartments in the basement of our country club and they live there. Um, and they stay there all season long. And then when the season's over, they fly back to Mexico for three months. Um, and then once the season, then once the, the, they opens back up for the season, they fly back and, and live at our country club again. And it's all legal on the up and, and on the up and up, but it is a weird situation. But I don't think those guys are taking jobs from 
like Americans, because we have a couple openings every year, and yeah, we normally have a fairly, uh, I don't know, not say a hard time, because they do get people in all the time, uh, but they don't pay the Mexican people anybody anything less than the Americans that are working there. And from what I understand, for what the job is, it's not a bad starting wage. Uh, I think like $14 an hour now is what they pay to start. Um, so, but I always wondered the legality of it. It has to be illegal. They, this club has too much it's, money to do it illegally. They wouldn't bother. Well, but, yeah. So in, conversely from what grad was talking about the H one B visa, you're talking about an H two B visa, mm-hmm, right. uh, which is basically for seasonal workers. And like Trump Correct. uses it at his properties to bring in so, a bunch of foreigners for, as so for come on, Ryan. like it's Ryan. So does everybody else. Why? Like, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that like, you know, I'm saying like, yeah, but you're right. Though. Industry does that. Right, right. Right. Okay. So, so it's, I only have this experience with this one country club. So what you're saying, it's pretty common is, uh, from what you, from what I understand. Yeah. It's the same thing where they pull in people that generally you're going to work for a relatively low wage, but I mean, they have to still advertise it and they have to prove that, for the position and the wage that they're offering that they cannot fill it with a citizen is kind of like the Correct. burden there. Hmm. Right, 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 right. They can't, and if yeah, they, they prove that, then they can citizen. import someone to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and, on, and a these... temporary, on a temporary base visa, right? Which is what, three right. months, six months right. out of the year. If they, yeah, right. 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 Yeah. And it's not just the grounds crew. It's part of the kitchen staff as well. Um, and, but these are people that have been working here 10, 15, 20 years at the same job. And they do this every year. They, you know, they, they, they stay at the club and they save their money. And then when they go back uh, to Mexico for three months, you know, give their, their family all their money, live, go on vacation for a couple months, and then come back and do it all over again. Uh, it's just, it's just a weird way to live, I guess. Uh, but that, there you go. That's one of the things that always cracked me up was the lazy Mexican stereotype. Uh, I don't know about you, but every Mexican I've ever known has worked like a motherfucker. Uh, the kitchen staff will put in like 12 and 14 hour days, hour days on the regular, not because they have to. The chef would order, would, would hire more people, but they want the overtime, so he gives it to them. Same thing with the groundskeeping crews. Uh, I've been told stories about from uh, friends that hired some of the groundskeeping crews personally to help them out around work uh, around their house or some sort of shit, and they work their fucking ass off. I've never seen a Mexican not work his ass off to be honest with you. Well, that's because that 14 or 15 bucks an hour is like, that's like high class to them compared to where they're coming from. Right, right, right. But it always just impressed me that these guys were willing to be away from their family for the majority of their life, uh, just to make money to support them. You know, like if you got an offer to go say a fucking fuck Egypt, for three months a year, and you were going to get a salary of say three hundred grand. Would you go do it? Would you work your ass off to preserve that year after year? Yeah. Oh, you, we're losing you, dude. <laughs> Log off and come back, and then we'll go ahead and uh, end the One show. <laughs> but uh, all right. Oh, geez, and now, now my dogs are going all nutty too. <laughs> um, no, the thing so, is, if but, you get close to show okay. up, if you get close to show up, but PJ. I guess what it comes to is obviously America's, you know, obviously the land of opportunity, best country I'm going to say in the world in regards to if you're going to work hard, break your balls, this and that, and fucking sacrifice. No excuse for fucking laziness. I, I, what in general, unless you obviously got some type of condition, that uh, that's the reason why people want to, you know, become American, live in America. You know, Canada's kind of a close too, but yeah, 
bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just and, it just depresses me. <clears throat> it does, but again, it's life. What are you gonna do, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm, I guess I'm a softie. I, you know, I want to see everyone to be happy working regular jobs and being with their families and stuff. But I give them props. You know, they're doing what they need to do to get their life done. You know, um, and that's better than a lot of people, I guess. Well, guys, uh, you guys want to call it? You, I mean, if you got something you really want to talk about, we'll st- stretch out the show. But if we're out of topics, now's a good time to uh, call it. What do you guys think? So one no, quick I just thing, I'm watching the second to go ahead. Yeah, so, go ahead. So yeah, watching Chase the fights Sherman's right fighting. now, they're uh, they're promoting uh, Fight Island T-shirts. Who, who's going to buy one? Oh shit! It's after seven. <laughs> Turn that shit on. <laughs> I might, dude. I, that'd be see. that'd be funny. So See, we don't get, even know where it is. You would, right. you would ask, if you guys are good Americans, you would ask, is it are the shirts made in in the States or? <laughs> that's funny you say that. I um, I have many ties. No, 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 no. That's It's funny, though. I have many ties. It's um, mostly because, as I mentioned the other day, uh, one of my bosses gave me a lot of them. Turns out he gave me a Donald Trump tie. He, Donald Trump has his own tie line. It's a very nice tie. And... And clearly on the back, it says made in China. Like everything else. Like everything Again, else. I thought that was funny. Fucking leave the man. Vote him out. If you guys hate him so much. Oh, I don't know. I don't hate him. Come I just on. thought that was, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I was like, well, there's irony for you. But now I'm definitely right, not going to order one because it doesn't say where it was made. God. <laughs> Otherwise, I was definitely going to. Spent 35 bucks on an ugly Fight Island t-shirt. Oof. Homelander, you said you had something you want to bring up? No. <clears throat> I only oh. got on to make a comment about uh, people immigrating to our country in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay. 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 Cool. The cool. process for citizenship. So. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I guess this is a good time to wrap it up, folks. Uh, I want to thank... Uh, my co-host Ryan, Homelander, Uncle Canada, and Sly for calling in. I also want to thank the OG Army. You guys are the reason we have a show. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Uh, Ryan, do you got anything? Yeah, I got two things. Number one, Tanner, where are you at? <laughs> Second, fuck all y'all. You guys Ooh. have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow. <laughs>